Myers flying through there. Um, he's, our he's supposed to be that quickly. He's a little Absolutely. behind. A little behind, yeah. <laughs> okay. I got to get to an airport too when we do that. Maybe, I think maybe next Tuesday. That would be good. So cool. Big pool. Sickle swimming. Well, it's 5 o'clock, so let's go ahead and call this meeting to order. Jamie, if you can do roll call. Brenny? Here. Bruning? Here. Launick? Here. Mailer? Here. Murley? Here. Move on to see if there's any conflict of interest tonight, if any. If none, we'll move on to the consent agenda. We'll need a motion to approve A through E. The total claims tonight is $56,789.03. I'll make a motion to approve consent agenda A through E. I'll second. Got a motion and a second. Move on to any discussion. If none, Jamie can call for a vote. Lownick. Yes. Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Move on to line item four. Now's the time if there's any citizens here tonight, they have an opportunity to address the council on items that are not on the agenda tonight, if anybody or anything. It's not on the agenda, but our SAC County League meeting is going to be September 13th instead of 14th. And Auburn it's starting at back guys. up. Yeah. September yeah. what? 13th. You said up back, guys? Mm -hmm. What time? 630 social, 7 dinner meeting. Mm -hmm. Is there a program or anything? There will be, I don't know what it is yet. No okay. score. All right. Okay. I'll tell you later. Try and mm -hmm. help them with that. Thank you. Curtis? Playing zoning is short one number uh, right now. If you guys have any ideas for, for people that can serve, uh, we'll, we'll consider them. Thank you. All right. If nothing else. We'll move on to miscellaneous. Uh, the consideration of allowing the summer rec program to install a sprinkler system at Legacy Field and Brandon's here tonight. Yep. Can I just go over what you're? Yeah. We're just we're basically looking at doing some basically dust control and a little bit of preventative maintenance. I mean, we hosted like 80 some games down there this year and it's not near as big as you probably think we're putting basically one sprinkler head on the small field that'll go in a circle and it's run just to the fence where we'll put a hose bed we run a hose up to it um, the big field will have probably need four sprinkler heads to get the, all the dirt and just the infield and a few sprinkler heads out in the outfield and right field because that's where it's super that's the old infield, so it's super dry and dies first. So that's really all we're looking to do. Um, the other field, all the heads are in the ground then? Or? There are no other heads. No, I mean, the one field has one on the fence. The other, these the other Those are being the ground, yeah. The ground. Yeah. The other one, just because we, we couldn't locate enough of the electrical for the small field. We'd have to run it out and around back, and we didn't. We just think it'd be easier and cheaper just to run it. A hose to it. So the and otherwise, I do it all. Any, I I do it all by hand, anyways. Where do you put the controls at? So the controls would be, if we want to save it, save money, we put the controls out by right field. There's the batting cage, and in the batting cage, it has electrical for a pitching machine. 
So we just put the controls there so we don't have to run any additional electrical. And that, the control, that all can freeze through the winter? Yep. So you just blow everything out? Just blow it all out. And we've already consulted with the city workers, getting the right backflow preventers and all that stuff. Um, yeah, that's all we're looking to do. Working over the cost of it. Summer X paying for it. Not and coming out of the community center. No, not at all. And how, Summer X fully aware they got to pay for the water bill. So how much uh, how much water do you use now for sprinkling? Do you know gallonage wise roughly? I don't. It just depends on the year, month, week. I mean, we're only looking at using it from mid-May to the end of June. I mean, it's a month and a half a year. So it's, I mean, I mean, like I said, some of it's preventive maintenance. Gets a lot of wear and tear on that infield, um, so it helps with that. Otherwise, I run out there in the middle of the night and run a sprinkler <laughs> head anyways with a. A timer on it so so the miscommunication was you said it's my old email not my current email oh. so I found it and I, she or Teresa was showing me and so that's that's what it was is he just he sent it to the old rice broadband email instead of the saxcity.city one yeah. what's the total cost of the project Brandon Just under six thousand. And Nick Maurer and Marty Maurer are doing it. And we'll help them. You gotta put a meter on that to check the water how much issues you got. Yeah. Okay. At least that's what the city guys are saying. Technically you probably haven't used any more water than you ever have, have you? I mean technically. Technically I don't think so. What's a meter if like you have to put in? Mm, they're pricey. I know. I'm not sure if it's well, you don't need a separate one, do you? Isn't there a meter there already? There's already a meter there. Oh, there so is a meter yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. Probably in the snapshot. Yep. And it'll run off that line, won't it? Yeah. yeah. And there's plenty of pressure out in there. I mean, there's already a pressure regulator on it. But I mean, if you, you've been paying for water all these years, that meter, or is that meter just sits there? That it's meter. It's a city pace. Uh, yeah. It's a city. I mean, if the city, city wants problem. to put in a separate one. Pay for that, that's fine. I guess no, it ain't worth the expense, I don't think. Putting it in. My no, biggest question is, is it's probably the water usage is, you know, in theory, I would assume the system would probably use less water than running a sprinkler out there and doing it that, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know what kind of system it is, but I know they do have systems that. Well, we can run it at night, and obviously that conserves water. But, you know, I, I'd like to know roughly. How many gallons do you use in a, over the summertime? I don't know if there's any way we can even get that information. We can get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's meter miles so you compare. Can, yeah, just so. I mean, I would assume that it's probably going to be more efficient, is my assumption, but that's what I'd like to see is, you know, what the system projects that it uses and compared to what. I mean, who knows? Maybe next year it's it's wet and we don't right, use it we at can all. Go, we, can yeah. go, we can go on a. You, you, we can find these numbers out pretty Absolutely. easy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not rocket science by any means. And like I said, the majority of it's dust control, so we'll run it for like 10 minutes, you know, an hour before the game or something like that. Because, I mean, it's crazy dusty down there. 
Well, just one other thing about Legacy Field. There's two ash trees uh, that are between the two fields. Uh, pretty good sized trees, but we overlooked them two years ago to treat them for emerald ash borer. They are infected now, but well, about 10 days ago I didn't treat those two, and the crowns are affected. Hopefully they recover enough that they still you know, provide a you know, good shade to the dugouts there. <clears throat> and I was just noticing there are some places where we should be planting some shade trees, you know, by the bleachers and the fields, uh, just something that should be maybe considered in the uh, planning down there. Um, you, you know, that's not for discussion now, but just something to think about come this uh, spring. I know the city did plant trees a couple of years ago, but they didn't survive. And that trees that are down there, looks like they were already treated once, maybe not. But they're in pretty good shape, I think. Yeah, they're, you mean the ones that are the, the two between the two fields? Yeah. I don't think that they've been treated. And I visited with, or actually, Dylan Bruns was the one that pointed out that we didn't treat those two years ago. Oh, okay. And so no, they're showing some signs of infection right now. The the south one is, you know, maybe. 25 to 30 percent of the crowns are already, uh, adversely affected. The northern end, maybe 15, 20 percent. But I think there's enough there that they'll hopefully recover, but they'll be a good comparison for what the rest of the trees that are doing pretty well in the other parks are doing. Yeah. I guess my I don't know, motion or my suggestion is table it until we can kind of see what that water usage, what. Well, you're not going to be able to get you won't a know. figure yeah. you're going to put them next year. To well, what they used. I think it's. I think the numbers are minimal to even worry about. I don't even know if it's worth charging them. If we've never charged them before and they're going to use about the same, we'll, I don't we'll see the charge. point. We'll just have to keep an eye on it next spring. It wouldn't make sense to charge them anyway. Cause we, it's our it's money. We already give money to Summer Rec, so it's just be I think it's, I just think it's a good idea to do it. Hey, you got somebody willing to take pride in the project. You got somebody that's keeping that place yep. look nice. To me, that's. It's worth it. How many games coming into the community? And Brand, I don't think everybody always noticed all the work Brandon does down there. As far as dragging it, games this year. I mean, there's a lot. Seventy-eight of, on those two fields. Mike sees it. Mike knows it. Games. It's a lot of people <clears throat> in the community spending money. I think it should just be done because it keeps it nice. He's keeping it nice. My opinion, and I don't think it's going to alter the water at all. That you wouldn't even notice. That would, yeah, that would be my assumption that it would probably be more efficient. Yeah. But we'll take it, take it now and then look at it this time next year. Mm -hmm. Costs minimal anyways. We make the whole thing. We make our own water. So. <laughs> I'll make a motion. Do we need a motion? Yeah. I'll make a motion to let the summer wreck. Program install sprinkler at Legacy Field. I'll second it. Get a motion a second. Move on. If there's any further discussion? If none, Jamie can call for a vote. Lownick? Yes. Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yep. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Good. Thank you. Right. Good, Brad. Thank, Thank you, you for your work down there, Brad. Thanks Thank you. for all you do down there. Yep. It looks good. Thanks. I got Tell Mike thanks now. too because he helps a lot, I know too. Yes, he does. Yeah, so tell him thanks too. Thank you guys. Line B the consideration of approving a contract between the city of Sac City and Bainbridge Construction 
and notice to proceed for the convert development. They are ready to start. They've already got equipment out there. Um, I think it was started yesterday if we let them, but we had to say that there's a contract has to be signed before they can start. <laughs> they really wanted to get on the project, huh? Did yeah. Danny call yeah. you and tell you that? Huh? Did Danny call you and tell you that? What? Or did you see the equipment out there? I saw it. I oh, I didn't even. Oh, that's funny. It's just that there's a dozer and a dozer and a we're questioning whether it'd be good to even get started this year. Yeah, yeah I'd so. Yeah. Oh, good. They might have most of it done by yeah. At least dirt work. Right yeah. Now, which would be awesome. Get a lot of tile. Did you need a motion uh, to accept the contract? Um, I'll make that motion to approve the uh, contract between the city of Sac City and Bainbridge Construction to proceed in the uh, Congress development. I'll second that. Motion is second. Move on to any discussion. <coughs> That last meeting where we accepted this is different than what we're doing now. When we accept that, we accepted the bid. This is the contract between. And it's the same price, yeah. Same kind of a deal, man. Curtis, you remember what that price was? I got it right here somewhere. Eight hundred seven thousand. Eight hundred seven thousand. Yeah. And eight oh six something. Eight oh seven five oh one. There you go. And thirty cents. Thank you. Don't forget the race. Good piece of Not a penny more. If nothing else, we can call for a vote. Bruning? Yes. Blaunick? Yes. Mailer? Yes. Morelli? Yeah. Brenny? Yes. We'll go to line C, the consideration of parks, recreation, and natural resources board's recommendations. And I think Curtis is here to kind of <coughs> catch us up to speed, walk you through all the stuff. Uh, <clears throat> the first thing, and it's not on the agenda for some reason, uh, Hometown Pride uh, approached us and they would like to create a sort of tribute to Bruce in Riverside Park, Riverview Park, Lions Club Park, Lions Park, um, in the back of the park, in a shady spot. Uh, the vision is that there would be some sort of concrete riser and on that riser would be four uh, municipal uh, strength or, you know, uh, park musical instruments, similar to what's in South Park. Uh, these instruments would have a, a bigger range, more octaves or whatever. You could, you could legitimately perform on these things. So the vision is that it would be on this riser so that there could be, someone could come watch someone perform this thing. Now. You know, uh, whether there are any bands out there that do this kind of thing, we don't know. Um, but they've approached us uh, for permission. That is, they approached the park board for permission to do this. And after hearing it, uh, the details are that they are going to uh, raise their own funds through grants. They've already got $5,000 uh, for one grant um, pending. And the, uh, the hope would be that that would be matched then by the county endowment fund for a total price of around $30,000. And what they're looking at, and so they, uh, the park board, I'm here tonight to say that the park board has, has approved them moving forward with this, uh, or to recommend that you approve them moving forward with this. Is that all clear enough? Do you, guys, do you guys have any questions about, about this project? I can answer them. 
Where exactly they want to put the, the uh, instruments at? Um, it hasn't been determined exactly where the instruments would go. The theory is that it's located in the park so that as you look at it from like a, a crowd vantage point, there would be no, it wouldn't be like, all that would be visible in the background is river in beauty, not, you know, like FC Tower or anything like that. It'd just be a spot. I'm just saying, you'd probably want to keep it far enough because it floods down there. Right. You want to keep it. Like up towards the shelter area or something. A lot of places they'll be right. No, yeah, down it would be it would it would be up in that there area, enough. for sure. Yeah, well, it was in what was it, 2018? It was all flooded. Right. Yeah. Then happen every night. Yeah. So, you know, that'd be the that'd be the first thing that the parks board is recommending that you guys approve, and uh, they are the hometown pride is additionally asking for a letter of recommendation from the city to proceed with that so that there is something to uh, show people that are giving grants that we're in a partnership. I think you can go through all of them and they can just... Okay. Uh, the next thing... The next thing is... Can you make a motion on what he just talked about? No, it's not on the agenda. It's still, that one it, it falls under... Consideration of Parks, Recreation, and Natural Resources Board and the recommendations. Okay. It's still a recommendation. Okay. Just tie them all together and that's it. I would just do it all in one motion and mm -hmm. recommend. Having both the all of them and make approve like his recommendation. Okay. As one. All right. The next thing then, uh, a group of pickleball enthusiasts uh, uh, are working with Lance Wilhelm to. Uh, purchase a windscreen for the pickleball court. Apparently wind is an issue when it comes to pickleball. It blows the ball around and makes it uh, uh, less fun or something. So this group is going to, I don't know, if does everybody remember the windscreen on the old tennis court? It's that the green, green stuff. stuff. Oh. Right, so that's what this would be. They want to, they want to purchase one of these. Again, they're going to raise their own money for it and, uh, and put it up themselves. They're not asking for any, for any park board money or city money. Uh, so, listening to that project, we are also, that is to say, the Park Board is also recommending uh, to the City Council that they approve that action so that they can move forward and start their fundraising. They're not asking for anything else at this point. There'll be a little bit more to that one. We tried to do it when we built it, and the poles aren't strong enough for the windscreen, so they're going to have to modify the poles, I know. He mentioned that. Because we called to try to add it on when we build it and they're like, no, nah, the poles can't hold it. So I know that it's got to be either more poles or stronger poles to hold it, they said. All right. Are they looking at the, just the south side or the south end? They are just side? looking at the south side right now. Oh. Uh, I imagine if they want more, they'll come back and, and say, we'd like to do that again. If they find a source of money. Braces on the existing poles work. Like I talked to Lance. I really think if you get to the top and fill the poles with concrete, they're hollow steel poles. Okay. I would think you'd have it, but I know he's talking to where we got it from Dennis, and he's trying to find out the best solution. Or maybe put a reroute down the seat with cement. I think that would do it. I don't know, but that'd be up to them. Did you say the south side is where the one is? Yes, the south side. That shouldn't be an issue with the cameras either. Might block that parking a little bit. It'd be hard to see. Yeah, it would block the parking. Uh, 
that we'd be able to see on the courts, and that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, just so that they have adequate support, whether it's cement filling with rerod or and cosmetic, make sure cosmetically they yeah. yeah. Can be black. Let's hope they get black. Not a green one or something. They didn't say a color. Yeah. If you, For, I mean, I, you make that part of your motion. I think it should be. It, it, It'd have a better looks, look to be yeah. black. Got is, there, really nice out there. is that area cameraed? Are the cameras even up? <laughs> no, that's what I've texted him about. He, he still hasn't got them set up yet. So will they be cameraed? Because yes. you don't want to put netting up when... Well, that's what we were just well, saying. Courts will be put that parking... You won't be able to see the parking area. You won't see the parking area. You won't see the parking area. Court. Which you probably yeah. might be able to see something. I was something just thinking it, down the road if they put it on other sides too, then you're going to want to make sure that it doesn't Chances block. are they only do it on the west side if they did another side. Yeah. Is what it sounded like to me. Because yeah. uh, the east side is too far over to really help a whole lot. Mm -hmm. would, would black absorb sun more and cause it to, the plastic to deteriorate more quickly? Would a lighter color? That'd be all whoever's doing it. I imagine, Bill, that the people who manufacture these things sure. probably have taken that into account. Mm -hmm. And if they offer a black one, they probably come up with a solution for that. Okay. But I, you know, I'm not an expert on that. I would. Next the, one, some lighting. The next one, uh, the hometown pride approach parks board uh, with two ideas for lighting. Idea number one is to light the interior of the um, of the teepee, the wooden teepee that's in that park, in Riverview Park. Does everybody know what that is? Okay. Uh, there would just be uh, some kind of destruction proof, or at least hopefully as close as we can get to destruction proof lighting uh, just around the interior of, of that thing so it would light up at night. It would be solar. So just you know, charge all day and then be lit up all night. The second thing they're doing uh, is, again, solar lights. They're going to, they'd like to construct some lights on the Riverview Park sign so that it's lit up at night. Uh, and uh, again, both of these, with both of these projects, they're not asking for any money from parks or uh, the city. They're just looking for permission to proceed. And so I'm here as a Parks Board president, you know, say we're recommending to the council that you approve this project. So is that going to be the new name or is it still Lions Park or how is that going to work? It's, it, it is Riverview yeah. Park now. It's always been. Has been for a long time. Yeah. Um, we call it Lions Park because that's why I was, you know, yeah. those of us that are kind Lions, of our age remember that. Take care of it too, didn't they, years right. ago? Yeah. Well, and the Lions, you know, the Lions recently did. The Duck. The duck. <laughs> it, it came back home. It came back home. <laughs> After everybody thought it was stolen. Uh, so there's that. Do you have any? Do you guys have any questions about that project? So is the sign? Where, where's the sign going to go? Or okay, well, if we're if we're moving on to the next one, it would stay right where it is. Oh, if we're moving on to the next one, uh, hometown pride. Also, would like permission to proceed uh, using their own money and donations and stuff, not the city money or park board money, to redo the current Riverview Park sign. Does everybody have a picture of what that looks like? Um, it would, it would uh, be exactly the way it is, 
except it would be a piece of aluminum with wrap on it from something like Twisted Graphics or from or from Q. They're uh, they're getting some bids on that to find out what you know to get prices on that. The uh, the park board also recommends that the council approve that that project for them to move forward with. And uh, let's see what else do we have. Uh, Just the last back up one second. I yeah, absolutely. I was talking. I missed it, but. Is all the lighting going on? It's all solar. Yes, all, all the lighting, lighting solar. solar sign everything. Everything. Right. And then the uh, the next thing. Let's see, review park sign. Repair. Uh, there's a just just like the lines did. There's a there's a ride down in um, Riverview Park that's been broken for a long time. Uh, I'll try to describe it to you. It's got four pieces. It spins. It's the teeter-totter spinny thing. Yeah. Right, and it's got tractor seats. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. um, working with, working with, uh, I forget his name, Dwelder. Rod King. Rod King. He's he's putting new tractor seats on there, and then we're gonna, we meaning hometown pride, are gonna paint it all up uh, to match how it historically was. Uh, all the, all the tiny seats are coming off in big fat. But adult seats are going on, so you can ride with. So you can ride with your kids now. Get down there and hurt themselves. <laughs> wonder why it's all bent. <laughs> so the uh, the park board is recommending to the council, as there is no money coming from city or park board funds, uh, that you approve hometown pride moving forward with that project. And I think that's everything. Am I forgetting anything? Lights, sign. Okay, yeah. There we go. So, any questions about anything? Would there be a group of people that you wanting to meet to clean to the river? When I'm not sure what from that park to the, you know, isn't there a pretty good swath of tall grass and trees and debris from the park to the river or not? There is a grove might be the right term, of trees. Yeah, yeah. And through that, the Parks Board has created a walking trail right. that gets mowed and right. taken care of regularly. I haven't looked lately, but that used to be just a big... Along the river there? Yeah. Along that park? Yeah. It's sort, of, it's sort of an extension of uh, the trails that were already created down there, just a little bit longer through those trees. Right. And I think Lee might mow it. I don't know. I'll go down and look. Off topic a little bit, but it's still park board related. Uh, the, the we did get a, a new mower for the parks departments. I saw that. Um, and we're going to offer well, the John Deere that we currently have. Um, offer that to be used to be mowed. And use the use it to to mow the trails and some nuisance properties, but mostly trails. So if you like, if you're, you've been mowing so, for us, so if you wanted to use it. You're saying like members of the members of the park board could check that out, sort of, and use well, it. Well, as long as it's for public use. Okay. And, um, yeah. Because we've got this other trail that we're we've almost got through all the logs and stuff. We're ready to start mowing that and to open it whenever that becomes available to the public. That'd be great. Thank you. So you need a motion to that effect. Approve all of his okay. uh, requests. I'll make the motion to approve the instrument, the windscreen down at the uh, 
tennis courts, uh, the light on the, the TP, uh, the, the Riverview Park solar uh, lights, uh, uh, and then also the uh, redoing of the sign as well as the uh, broken right that's down there, the teeter-totter or whatever it is. And the letter of recommendation. And, and the letter of recommendation. <laughs> I'll like second it. All-inclusive. Okay. So we got a motion and a second to approve all the projects. All that. Yeah, it's good to hear. Move on to discussion, if any more. Is there... The only concern I have is that screen, making sure that that screen is, you know, aesthetically nice. I mean, that's a big, I mean, I just don't want something to be thrown up there. Well, you can make the, uh, <coughs> uh, one way to do that would maybe be to make the motion pending final design approval. Maybe so, maybe tell them they have to come you're back. You're talking about the wrap around the, the, the windscreen. The oh, the screen. Oh, you're talking about the windscreen. Yeah. The pickleball, okay. I just... It just looks so nice up there, and I and I understand what they want to do, but I just don't want them to put up something that's going to get by, and then you know when we have you know this nice thing that has this horrible windscreen on it, and I'm sure, not I saying mean, that they're going to do that. But if that's you want, kinda, you know, if you want to direct them to come back for final design approval, that's totally up to you guys. What's your guys? Thought you can send them to the park board. You can send them to yourself. Either way. I guess you get a lot of park board to approve it pending, but with the stipulation it needs to be black and whatever, you know, whatever you're wanting it to be. So it sounds like you're saying you're going to you're gonna make this motion so that uh, they have to come back one more time to make sure everything's kosher before doing the final buy and installation. Do you to us or just have the park board approve it? I think the park board could handle it. Yeah, and I would ask. They're in charge of aesthetically pleasing. You could probably so pass sense. it on to them, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> that we would prefer black. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to write a letter to them. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, yeah. I don't see any reason why I need to come back to us, but if you if you just want to pass that along, that that's the only concern we have. Make sure it's it's black. You, yeah. Your specific wish is that they, they find a black one. Yeah. And the I mean, poles, whatever they have to do with the poles, make sure, you know, they're painted black and match what's there now. And installed properly. Yeah. So it don't look like it's just hung up there. Well, I think his and Land's working with the people that yeah. put it in. Yeah, and, and I'm not worried about it. It's just, sure. you know, yeah. something that, you know, future, something that's going to last and look nice for a while. And we're not. It, it sounds like you've had a longer discussion with him but, than us. I, I think what's happened is he has someone approach him who plays pickleball, and then he took, he took the lead to be the hero for the project and is now working with actual manufacturers and people who install them. I guess I just accurate. Uh, we talked about because they came to us right after we got done, and we tried to go put them on, and that's when we got the message that the poles could hold it. So we just left. We didn't proceed it, but Lance is going to proceed it now. So I think it's going in the right direction, the best I could tell. I feel like, I mean, you know, you can be as safe as you want, but I feel like Lance probably would not. Lance will do it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, that's I know. I'll just mind. make sure to tell them. You know. yeah. so. <laughs> if nothing else, Jamie can call for a vote. Oh gosh. Bruning. Yes. Launick. Yes. Mailer. Yes. Murley. Yes. Rennie. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Curtis. Tell thank them thank you. you for their work and, yeah, uh, and their donations and so on. So it's much appreciated. I will.
Line D, the consideration of approving Dave Hedberg, Jeremy Bushman, <laughs> Tim Cook, and Joey Mickelson's request to close Maple Street between South 13th and South 16th Streets on September 9th, 2023 from 3 to 10 p.m. It's a neighborhood block party. I think this is a year three yeah, or four. At least three. About four, three. I think. At least three. Yeah, three or four. I'll make a motion to approve Dave, Jeremy, Tim, and Joey's request to close Maple Street. I'll second that. Got a motion and a second to approve. Any discussion? <clears throat> do they have music or anything? Or just I think they I think they do, but I don't know if it it's... It doesn't get louder. No. That's the only thing that might need. There's no trouble in. in the past. We've though. never had a play there yet. They play a lot of cornhole and yeah. stuff like that. Nothing else? Jamie, call for a vote. Loudick? Yes. Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Move on to E, discussion on the disposition of the middle school. So Brandy will help me on this a little bit. But so where we're at is we're working with a, a developer, the SAC Development Corporation, um, on finding a way to, to repurpose the middle school. We've done in the past, we, did, we had a feasibility study done, had, and I think everyone's seen the the booklets that were put out about that. Well, we, we found a company um, that's interested in the middle school, um, very interested in the middle school, and um, are almost ready to almost pull the trigger on it, it, see, it sounds like. Um, we're trying to work with them through the SDC right now for, and it's been kind of behind the scenes for a while, um, bringing it to the public now. Um, but uh, basically our concern I think on the city end was we don't want the concern is if the school would sell this property to a person or company and with the promise of certain things were going to be done and then they weren't fulfilled and it become a nuisance pro it becomes a nuisance property that eventually the city ends up having to take ownership of or, or deal with in one way or one form form or fashion or the other um, we been working with in a way with the school trying to find a, a solution to that and kind of where we're, we were originally looking at is establishing like a uh, sinking fund that would similar to like the when they did the rec center um, where that, those funds would be set aside and you could use that towards demolition should uh, the project fall through um, 300,000 was what this school was maxed out on offering. Um, after discussions with some of the lawyers and um, the school's lawyers and ours and um, the, the um, result of that was they can't anymore set aside funds or provide funds to go into account a specific account as a sinking fund. Um, the solution as best as we could see it was that the school is going to, in a way, promise the city that if the developer falls through, that they will still cover um, at least $300,000 of the um, cost of demolition, should it ever get that far. Brandy went to the school board meeting last night, I think, so she probably had a little more details on, on what, what all went on there. But that's kind of where we're at now, and and I I will say it's 
it's kind of hard to deal with because it's, um, to be honest, it can it can be a deal between the school and the private developer, and they can leave us totally out of it. Um, the way that we inject ourselves into it is we offer some incentives such as a TIF district, um, some um, utility incentives, uh, very various items. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, we had originally uh, met with the developer, SDC and, and Jamie, and of course myself, and um, he was ready to move forward with the development agreement, and we were originally thinking that it was going to have to be something that the city would need to take possession of. But after we found out that it just doesn't make sense and you legally can't transfer money uh, to the developer from the school, or you cannot do that set aside with a fund, like Jamie said, that it just makes sense to take the school or the city out of the equation and work directly with the developer and the school on it. So um, that's where we're going to proceed, and I'm working on setting up that meeting with the new superintendent and the developer next week. And we'll appreciate the city's support on some of those. Well, and as I mentioned, so this developer, is, and I think he's fine. Was he fine with making his name public, or did you want to keep yeah, that? Yeah, he's um, completely transparent. Did you want to give the name of the company? Um, Egret Construction. Um, he has a lot of experience with hotels and apartments and developments. So they've been around since the 1980s. He's originally from Carroll. He has a very good reputation of working with communities. and properties and individuals he's he's done a few projects already <clears throat> been successful for in Iowa mm -hmm. uh, I think he lives in between Omaha and Denver Colorado or somewhere in Colorado he had two homes. he's primarily in Colorado I think he just recently sold his Omaha house but he's always back in this area yeah he's in Marshalltown this week um, he'll be back next week too he's like Brady said he's very well very well respected I believe he's done some work in Eagle Grove, maybe too. Uh, Eagle Grove um, and Atama partnering with um, JBS, I think, is their big manufacturer down there for apartments. Yeah. 104, 109 was his most recent project for that size. Uh, he came highly recommended from Chris Whitaker, who uh, <laughs> uh, works with Region, works down to Region 12. Um, and just so y'all, you are all aware, um, looking at. Uh, keeping the middle school the footprint that it is and adding at least 20 apartments and then single-family housing in the vacant lot so about 11 12 million dollar project adding housing to the community so pretty good sized project and I think we've been talking about it for at least four months now yeah we're the, the big concern was to find a, a, a company large enough or somebody that had have the funds available to do project of this size um, and they do so um, and we brought he brought in his engineer and his main um, contractor to look at the building was very pleased that the building's in excellent shape so yeah yeah we went we took them through on the tour probably two or three hours <coughs> they went through it thoroughly and he's not one of these developers like the Light by night downtown hotel guy that yeah. was going to do that no no they're well known what kind of schedule they are? I mean, because they're done heating and everything, aren't they now? Or are they going to, something going to be worked out for this fall? That's, well, that's one of the items that, well, when we start working on the development contract, um, is one of the incentives that the council would have to look at doing is providing uh, for the heating over the winter on that project, which would be, 
um, around 25,000, somewhere in there, depending on gas rates. That'd be a pretty good incentive that the, the city could offer. And I mean, he's going to have to apply for grants and workforce housing tax credits, and those things are going to take a while. So realistically, uh, you know, I would say two years probably before you would see anything. Uh, you'd probably see something to make a lot before you'd ever see something going on in the middle school, just because of the time it takes to apply for those and the time of year that those things are available and what he can get. Do we think of like two? homes in the vacant lot or as he said he is saying at least 10 you know and I'm oh yeah I'm in that vacant lot seems so small. That's out of block. And and it seems small yeah right you go over on the east and west side and the south end mm -hmm. yeah he was Just, talking about like a, a horseshoe kind of look oh um, you'll have like basically homes. everybody's backyard will be together kind of yeah right. and have a nice common space that way the people that would be in the middle school would have you know, some nice green space too. I've talked about doing a balcony that would come out from where the library was at in the building. Um, and he was looking at um, 350000 for a house over there. So some nice housing. We'll see. I mean, there's only so much room and those plans would need to be drawn up. But. And the auditorium itself was going to remain um, and be used uh, for public use, which there's a lot of details to be worked out on that, but um, there'll be some funds available to do some restoration on that, um, which it's in pretty good shape now. But uh, and then they'll be able to block off in a way to to the residential areas, so it wouldn't impact the <coughs> residential areas nearly as much as far as sound and all that. Right. I thought it was exciting to work with a developer that had interest in. Keeping the auditorium the way it is and actually making it better, or uh, letting um, a community group kind of take control of that and programming that, um, bringing more people into the community and saving a piece of history that we have there. So, potentially, I know these are all just kind of up in the air, but we'd be looking at heating it for approximately two years. We're offering one. Yeah, to May or June is what yeah. we're talking about. The next, the next one will be on them. Okay. And that's an incentive for them to move move forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we did. Um, he and Jamie worked on an application for a thriving communities designation, which we weren't able to get, but only eleven communities got that. So um, if they offer that again, I would say we should try to apply again. But we'll see what the state is going to do. Four days to apply. What designation was that? Uh, thriving communities, and what that does is it, it helps the developers secure a little better chance of getting those workforce housing tax credits, since okay. there's a lot of competition to get those. But we weren't, weren't able to get it this time. What, when does that annual application time come up again? We just submitted that June or July 17th, if I remember right. Okay. You just announced it last week. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I don't know if the state's going to do it annually or not, but we'll see. It seems like they're coming up with something new every year for like, housing developer attraction. So. And I, I will say Bruce and Brandy and Steve Irwin really were instrumental in most of what has transpired 
as far as this project has gone. Um, I've kind of stepped in since Bruce passed away to help out with what I could. Yeah, Bruce was a big help with all of it. It's kind of sad he's not going to get to see this one through, but there's quite a few others besides that one. Yeah, I, I think just pass on to the developer that, and I hope I'm speaking for all of us, but you know, that we look forward to working with them. And I, we're, glad that, we're very glad that they're taking an interest in uh, you know, developing that there. So. And we're most likely going to use, uh, as far as the development contract, um, John Danos with Dorsey and Whitney. Okay. Um, they're well versed in these things. Um, so. We've had some conversations with them mm, yeah. already. Yeah, he's the one that recommended it. John Danos actually recommended we just get this building transferred over to another owner and then get it done. It's, it's, he didn't want us to say we're spinning the wheels and not you know, have the developer pull out on us. You know, I would say you guys should seriously um, start talking about tax increment financing, though, because I think that you'd have to get started on an urban rental area if um, we're going to proceed with this project. Would, would that district be just that block then? Or we actually are going to encompass the discussion that with uh, Dorsey and Whitney, as I suggested, we would make it larger, um, especially since there's there's a, um, a substantial number of houses in that area that are dilapidated and could be in use of that TIF dollar. Um, so he's recommending we we don't have the boundary set, but mm -hmm. to make it larger than just like the school itself. Yeah, it's. You can go on a really long conversation about tax increment financing, but if you were just going to encompass just the school, it would have to be marketed as low-income housing only, pretty much. Um, and so we're able to do market rate if you encompass a larger area and uh, urban rental area. I'd, I'd say to encompass as much to, you know, get the income, you know, to the low to moderate yeah. income. And you, gotta, you need to hit a, a correct balance on that, too, because if we're looking at a fifth... If you extend it five years, then you have to get the school, which I'm sure the school would sign on since it's helping them, but the school and the county would both have to um, approve resolutions that allow it to be extended. So um, there's a happy medium there you only reach, so everybody benefits from the TIF. We'll let you TIF experts work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Something every day. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we'll we'll just keep as things progress. We'll keep the the council updated, and when it gets time to actually get close to a proposed development contract, we'll bring that to the council and um, discuss it in detail. Thank you for the for your work on this project. I, I know it's been a long one, so thank you. And, and I'm looking at the Mr. Lawrence as well. Yeah, I get most of it to Brandy and Bruce, and like I like I said, I just jumped in this since June, and I mean I've known about it ever since, but um, it's actually day to day stuff. I would say SAC Development Corporation, you know, yeah. SDC's done all the way back to the start of that feasibility study. If you don't have those studies like that, 
know, no one wants to pay thirty, forty thousand dollars for a study, but anymore you need to have it in order to make these projects happen. So, thank your um, board members of Sac Development Corporation for their thought in getting those things done. Thanks, Brandy. Line F is the consideration of purchasing a truck for the gas department. Is this like a work truck? Yeah, so it's a, the current gas truck's a, I think a 2007. Um, I think everyone's seen it. It's, it's getting aged. Uh, it's a three-quarter ton. It, it would be transferred down to the maintenance department. And we'll probably, um, we'll, we'd probably recommend is um, taking one of the maintenance departments up and out and put it out of service and put it up for public bid and get rid of one. Um, what we're really looking at doing is um, I, I talked to Domino's, the uh, price for a new three-quarter ton um, is 42000 which is a pretty good deal um, right now as far as truck prices go. That um, does come without a bed. We asked for it to be without a bed because we, the intention would be purchasing the truck, and then there's a um, vendor that uh, I've been discussing with MGM they used um, to put a utility bed on the back of it, um, uh, which would make things a lot more accessible as far as the guys doing uh, gas insulation and uh, welding and all that stuff. So you play your tools out of the weather and do Yeah, so. Uh, is, is there a reason why you need a three-quarter ton? Yeah, because the, the weight of the, well, the weight of all the tools that okay. go inside. That's of what I, was, I don't know what yeah, they carry. They carry, them, a, so. they carry a full-size welder, um, uh, then all the, uh, the equipment that and go on the They load up gas liner parts. That's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, I, don't, I didn't know what they carried. That's why. And I'm then the, the ditch witch, when they use it, they have to haul the ditch witch from the trailer. And they just need three-quarter yep. ton. So I was just asking. How soon are we looking at purchase? Um, if, if the motion's made tonight to purchase it, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and do it. It's, yeah. it's from Donald Rose, you said? Yeah. So Is there any kind of, didn't you get grant money for your truck? I get state bid prices yeah. on the truck. You get state bid, but you got a grant too, but it's, you have to ask me for public safety. It's a utility. It blows up. It's very high. State bid could be yeah. kind of sitting in any city truck. That's a, we're, we're getting state bid price. What kind of uh, leg time is there? What's that? How long does it will it take to get the truck? I, I he didn't here. say, but I'm going to say that the from my understanding right now, GM's overstocked. Mm -hmm. okay. So I don't think it'll take too yeah. long. Okay. Two years. Like that's about what I'm talking about. There's like two years ago. And not they're all, like, if you go by any dealerships now, they're yeah. all really good. Yeah, they're all pretty yeah. old. Yeah. Or they can probably transfer. Yeah, when, John, that when we went to pick up the Tahoe, it was like yeah. everywhere was empty. Yeah. But now they're. Yeah, and they're getting with enough funds in the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's needed. Yeah, I think we need to stay on track just to get, like, I like how we're getting some equipment updated and payloader and. Yeah. And well, hey, that's we're finally starting start to been getting on this cycle of replacing things instead of keeping them until they fall to pieces. So if we can keep that up, I think it looks better. Um, it just the whole it all looks better. Plus, it's more dependable. Yeah, sure. I'll make a motion to go forward with that. Um, 
$42,000 vehicle from Domino's. Probably that needs to be said. Second. Do you want a price in there? Or? Um, I don't know. Just like 50 at the max, but it's like 42 something. Yeah, whatever. Purchase a new vehicle for a gas department. Three quarter truck for the gas department. Three quarter truck for the gas department. And a second. If no discussion, Jamie, you can call for a vote. Rennie? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Launick? Yes. Mailer? Yes. Marley? Yes. Move on to committee and department head reports. last night so it doesn't need to be a discussion. Looks like we're well on our way to getting the tie-in with Litton for water. So. Council Forum. I just wanted to mention at the next, probably the next council meeting or whenever they get it to me, uh, some of the, uh, the state uh, legislature relating to whatever they've done to change the laws that impact our code of ordinances. Um, they, they've changed three things that impact us. Um, so uh, our codification company is going to um, update those. Luckily, there's no charge for that since we just paid for recodification of the code of ordinances. Um, but what they are looking at changing are um, relating to the change in responsible department for alcohol and tobacco, uh, changes the responsible department uh, to the Iowa Department of Revenue in multiple sections. And so that's just a it was whatever department fell in, now it's going to the Department of Revenue under the new changes at the state level um, relating to fiscal management cities. Um, Chapter 24.2a of the Code of Iowa has added, changing the process of preparing a city's budget by adding the requirement of an annual statement that notifies property owners of the proposed property tax levy for all political subdivisions and amending the process for approval of a tax levy. Additionally, Section 384.22 of the Code of Iowa is admitted to change the information reported in the city's annual financial report. And the last one is relating to the uh, retail alcohol license, changes the code regarding the age that employees are required to be to sell or serve alcoholic beverages and uh, the requirements for hiring a person under the age of 18. Um, so they will send us the uh, proposed ordinances to bring to the council and we'll have to, to uh, vote on them to make us conform to state code. 
Do we know that Ingersoll and 13th Street sign has been hit by somebody? No, but it wouldn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right west of the Howard Center. 13th and Ingersoll? Yep, 13th and Ingersoll. It's leaning. You can see tire tracks in the corner there. I just can't. Maybe it just got I can't understand the, when I first started, those old signs, nobody ever had the old signs. As soon as we put up new signs, everybody, like, Yeah, you can see the tire tracks up on the corner. like a magnet. They just get stuck. Somebody's got a ding on their right front or their left front corner. And then where did you say they're with cameras at the park? I just texted him and he said he's... He's, he's trying to borrow a scissor lift from the school district, so he's got to get the permission of the principal. So I was, he, he was supposed to have done it a couple of weeks ago, but he hasn't yet, so. I think he's really busy at the school right now. I think Robert doing it? Yeah, Robert's just School starts tomorrow, and they're all trying to get cameras in the school, like, the whole last four days, like crazy. I said there's other people with scissor lifts around, but I can name two right now. <laughs> Maybe three. I just took a lift to, to Taco Park this morning. I'm surprised John doesn't have one. What's next? And then what are we doing about boats and campers on the grass and yards? There's about 15 people around town that have boats and campers on their yards. At least. Not more. That's just the ones I've I know one was Larry brought one to my attention yesterday. Yeah, one come up. Um, yeah. PNZ is getting ready to meet. You can stay at Stacy's domain, so. We'll serve them. He's got a. They need to be served. Yeah. Yep. Which I got one just for. You pass that on, Stacy. First, Stacy Curtis. That's right here. He's right there. You see right here. Oh, wait a second. Is that a police thing? Sound like a day shift cop thing. Yeah. Huh. Okay, that's the problem. We pass the buck. Somebody do it. There's a lot of campers. We're worried about the race cars in town. We need to worry about They're on grass. That's. They are on grass. Every single one I saw. Yep. <laughs> uh, John, were we gonna somebody do it? He just told him who it was. <laughs> were, were we gonna put a traffic uh, monitor yeah, up on down on the I've mentioned, if you've looked, Michelle's been up there constantly. Were we gonna put that little trailer portable? Trailer? I've had her up there, so I didn't. We'll just put a trailer up there. I'd put the trailer up there. It doesn't hurt fun to see the rounder yeah. either. They visually see the. Like I said, she has been up there a lot. Has she gotten? No, nobody. I mean, it's. Well, they slow down when they see her. Yeah. Well, wow, that's the she needs a height. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've seen her by myself in the alley of the dams. Just have her hide behind the trees. Since the app, she's been up there by Headbird, sitting in the street several times. Yeah, I've seen that. Well, like I said, on the side streets, a lot of times, you know, you're doing 30, 32, 33. It seems like they're flying. Yeah. But it's really not. You know, a lot of speed limit. But yeah, we can bring the speed trailer up there. Thank you. We're almost looking for a motion for a term. Okay. Otherwise, we're going to get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Gary's here. We can leave him out. I'll make a motion to adjourn. I'll second. Or do you make a motion? Yeah. Our motion is second. The party's here. Jim Gary, Jim Gary. Taylor. Yes. Murley. Brenny. Yes. Bernie. Yes. Don't you look at me like that. You can go. <laughs> you know what my answer is?